Thanks for joining us for another episode here on Viewpoints. Um, so we are still in our sermon series, Blockbusters. Today we're going to be talking about Insider Out, which matters the most. And right now we're going to be talking about the movie Shrek. So John, what is the whole theme of the movie Shrek and how does that illustrate for today's topic? Yeah, one of the big themes I think in Shrek is you have this green ogre that... You know, he, a lot of people are scared of him. A lot of people think he's ugly. Mm-hmm. He does smell. So that's a, mm-hmm. that's a reality. But <laughs> all those things are going on, but his outside, people react to that all the time. That's okay. the only thing they see. And you learn through the movie, you know, there's a whole nother part and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of the heart of Shrek. And so it really is this idea of what's on the outside isn't as important as what's on the inside inside which is pretty biblical i mean pretty pretty strongly the way god thinks so it's kind of how it's portrayed also in the movie Mm -hmm. and have you seen the movie i have seen the movie (laughs) one two and three i don't even know how many shucks there are i I wish we had somebody new that kind of information but i don't we don't know anybody (laughs) we'll have to ask chris but honestly though true story i think i've only seen the first and second ones. You also talked about, um, you know, in First Samuel 16 and the story of David being chosen. Um, how does that show us a, a little bit about God's perspective in that, though? Yeah, that whole perspective about the outside doesn't matter as much as the inside. I mean, we see that when you have the prophet Samuel going to choose the king yeah. to replace King Saul. King Saul was a real disappointment. He didn't, he didn't measure up at all. Mm-hmm. Basically, God says, Samuel, hey, I'm going to have you go pick and anoint the new king. Right. So he goes, he finds his family. The story basically is this family, uh, the father's Jesse. There's a bunch of sons, a uh, bunch of boys in the family. Mm-hmm. He starts kind of checking out each of the boys, interview, kind of like an interview process, almost <laughs> like, let me meet these guys, let me see these guys, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And so he's going through all that kind of a process, and the oldest son, you know, is like, he's tall, he's handsome, he's very commanding presence. Samuel goes, this has got to be the king, because yeah. he looks kingly. I mean, he mm-hmm. look, he's got the look. He's got it. And God goes, no, not him. Basically goes through the entire family. No, it's not him, but it's somebody in this family. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you know, Samuel kind of goes, who else you got? Yeah, and just goes. Oh well, you know the the little one, the youngest one. He's out <laughs> taking care of the sheep. Yeah, I mean he's go. Well, go get him. Mm-hmm. So they go get him, and basically the key verse, First Samuel sixteen six says, and which is the key verse: The Lord doesn't see things the way you see them. People judge by outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And that's really the whole point, I think, of this blog, the whole point that we're drawing from Shrek is this idea of, you know, we see people like we see people. You see yeah. the outward, but God sees people, but he's not seeing their, you know, their mm-hmm. looks or their clothing or their what they drive or where yeah. they live. He just sees their heart. That's yeah. his focus. And, so and what an important lesson, though, because, I mean, God could have told Samuel— I want you to go pick David. But there was obviously... That's a uh, good point. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, That's a good point. It's a process. It was a process that he wanted Samuel to go to or go through um, to get to that point. So what a what an amazing story that is. Yeah. So I got a question for you. Yeah. Because so verse 12, a little later in the chapter, they bring in David. Mm-hmm. And it's an interesting descri- description. So let me... I'm going to read it to you. Mm-hmm. 
And you tell me, what's your take on that? Okay. It says he was ruddy. What does that mean? Ruddy. Oh, man. Uh, like, when I always interpret that, mm-hmm. I always interpret it like kind of like short and scrawny. Like maybe a little bit like okay. not put together, yeah. but I might be wrong. No, no, uh-huh. I think that would that would be it. Ruddy, I mean, yeah. Also can be like complexion, like somebody with like kind of reddish complexion. Oh. Might be a little pale. So you're might saying that be... I look. Like... <laughs> 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 so I don't know if you hey, know you anybody know like that. I'll if take it anybody, as a compliment. If you know anybody like that, uh, you know, you're so. like the Greek for ruddy. Is <laughs> yeah, actually the Greek red. for ruddy is <laughs> red and pale. <laughs> red and pale. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but the point is, oh is like God. you said, he is scrawny and little. He does not look like a king yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. But, hey, that's not what God was looking at. Yeah. So what are some lessons for the listener today for, for how, like, God chooses? And, and kind of like we just talked about, there is a process to how God chooses. So what do you think we can give the listener today and kind of dive a little bit deeper into that? Yeah, I think a couple, couple lessons. Uh, one big lesson is... This idea that David's pretty ordinary. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's That's good. not because he's all that. It's that, but his heart was, and that's yeah. what made all the difference. And so, it, it really kind of comes from that idea of if we're weak, God can show His strength. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that if it's all about, hey, it's my personality, it's my power, it's my, hey, I got this and that, and that's really what everybody sees. David was, you didn't see any of that, but yet there's going to be that. He's going to be a great king. He was going to defeat Goliath. He's going yeah. to accomplish some great things for God, but it was because he depended on God. So sometimes if you start going, hey, I'm, you know, I'm not necessarily that, you know, gifted. I, you know, we all have gifts. We all have talents, but it's like, but I got to depend on God. God's the one who needs to shine through. And I think... I think part of that is you think about David writing Psalm 23 and, you know, the Lord is my shepherd, mm-hmm. that whole psalm, you think about who's David calling himself. He's calling himself a sheep, right. which, again, is not a positive, is a negative because they're not real smart. They're mm-hmm. not, you know, they don't, they don't, pretty defenseless. Right. And so I think he realized that I want God to be great. I, it's not that I'm going to be great. It's going to be that God's great. And sure. I think that's a huge lesson that he was kind of ordinary and wanted God to be great, not so much him. And as a, in like a, a person like yourself being in leadership, like how often do you see that though? Like even like when people are like applying for certain jobs, it's like, well, does he look the part instead of does he have a, a good heart and is he easy to work with or does he have a strong foundation? I mean, do you see that a lot in Well, the, yeah. In the I mean, you know, it's so key. I mean, it's kind of interesting. You know, we talk about this as staff a lot. Yeah, but that idea of, you know, EQ, mm-hmm. like your emotional quotient about how you get along with people, how you relate to people, how you care about people, that really is the key thing because that's mm-hmm. somebody's heart. Mm-hmm. And that's so much more important than anything else. Absolutely. And there's also this waiting period we've talked about, so I'm kind of excited for you to talk about this second point. Yeah, I think I think one thing is real interesting because it's not a verse in the story, but it's like, and I don't know that I ever really, it just hit me when I was reading this passage, he, hey, you're the king, I mean, big ceremony, you know, mm-hmm. like the prophet Samuel, who is an interesting guy, I mean, I kind of think of him as the Chuck Norris of the prophets, he's... <laughs> You know, uh, 
you know, so I, I'm thinking of all these Chuck Norris jokes right now. But there's, you know, he's kind of the Chuck Norris of the prophets, mm-hmm. and he's somebody who comes in, anoints him, big ceremony, and then it's crickets. Wow. For like three years. Really? Nothing happens. And what's David do? He goes back to the pasture. He goes back to the sheep. And wow. it's like, and then in in the chapter, several years later, they come back to find him. Oh, yeah, let's go get that guy who God chose to be king. Yeah. He's going to start doing some kingly stuff at this <laughs> point. But for several years, he didn't do anything. So my my thought was, and I think the big lesson That's so is so interesting. So what was going on during those years? Mm-hmm. What's happening? And I think from David's own story later, some of what, what's going on is he he learns confidence in uh, to take on Goliath. Mm-hmm. He takes on a lion. He takes on a bear. Right. That happened all during that. Gets pretty good with some sort of slingshot. Yep. You know, that's going to come in handy. Mm-hmm. You know, he's probably in that whole situation. He's He's got several things. I mean, he... He becomes really good with a harp, yeah. and he writes a lot of songs, which are the Psalms. the Psalms. And so musically, he has, you know, he has the time. I don't know how, to, how else to say that. Then he kind of works on some of that. He, he's he got humility. I mean, uh, I mean, how, what would that be like if, you know, you know. were, yeah. ta-da, you're the king. Right. And then I'm going to go take care of sheep for three years. Yeah. I mean, so there's some humility things there. And I think. You know, the big lesson is patience. I mean, like, yeah, exactly. God, um, you pick me as king and now wait three years. I don't, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I want to go pick up my crown. I mean, mm-hmm. come on, let's get this king thing going. But exactly. it's not what God does. So pretty big lesson. You can kind of see the, the the difference, though, between, and I think that I know in my life I've gotten mixed up with it, too, of like God has definitely called you for a special um, anointing, there's a special anointing, but there's also like different giftings that you have too. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people have mistaken that like, no, 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 just because you're gifted here doesn't mean that's really the main course that God has for you. Like, you know, nowadays like, oh, well, I'm a musician, but God's like, oh no, I've anointed you for something a lot much greater than that. That's just a gifting that I've given you. Right. But very cool. Um, what are some ways or what, how, <clears throat> if we look at, you know, you talked about the pasture, what are some sort of things that can be our pasture today? For the listener, well, I, I think the point is this is still what God does. I mean, you you think about the whole being out in the pasture with the sheep, it's kind of boring. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of just you know, it's not like you kind of hope somebody's going to attack the sheep. You know, I mean, it's kind of like that'll that'll yeah. liven my Some day. Excitement, you know, a little excitement because otherwise it's just hearing a bunch of annoying noises and making sure they don't get in trouble all day. Mm-hmm. It's kind of kind of boring. And so that's kind of how life is at times. And it really is the faithfulness during those times that matters the most, I think. Interesting. Well, John, we thank you so much. Any final thoughts on this subject? I mean, I know we could talk probably for about another 30 minutes about it. but Yeah, just one quick thought is, you know, don't waste this kind of times that we would call the pasture or the... Mm-hmm. I mean, I think COVID's been that. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of COVID has been that. Yeah. So I think everybody's going to look back and go, did I waste that? Yeah. Or did I, boy, I learned this lesson from God. I mean, and it's all the time, but it's, but especially those times we have to wait or we, God can teach us so much and we're so many ways we can grow during those times. Absolutely. 
Wow. Well, John, thank you so much. Uh, what an awesome sermon that was this morning, and we can't wait for just the next ones. So, listener, um, we just hope that you have patience in, in the midst of your pastor and that you just keep fighting and keep trusting in God. We hope to see you next time, and God bless. Thank you.